4: Boston Bruins, thanks to Charlie McAvoy. And we will talk about that with Mike Milbury coming up at eight twenty, just about fifteen minutes from now. Courtney in Florida will join her there next week. So Shime has the rest of today's news in her absence. Shime, what's next? Well, Greg, we have a case
2: of cruise ship rage. Michael Truman was being disruptive during a theater show on the Carnival Magic Cruise ship uh, in October.
4: Can, uh, define disruptive. Uh, like was he throwing lays all over the place or like what was he <laughs> I doing? think he was
2: being very loud. okay, okay. Uh, because he was asked by a couple times by a fellow passenger to quiet down, but he refused. And when the victim stood up to report it to an employee, Truman smashed a cocktail glass into the victim's face, oh. got on top of him, and began beating him. The assault uh, resulted in the victim uh, requiring more than a dozen stitches. Uh,
4: that doesn't sound very, very cruise like. I mean, uh, I, but we uh, go from zero to deranged in the most record time now. That's like it. the most
5: little benign thing with no intent to harm anybody else causes World War III. Well, did you not hear Drake? Zero to 100. Real quick,
4: people are on edge, <laughs> I guess uh, but I mean I for some of these the for some of these people, this is the cruise of a lifetime. I mean, they've saved uh, their entire life uh, savings for this. What was the show? the <laughs> sure show something. is key because if right. it's
6: one that has you know crowd participation,
4: uh-huh.
6: Uh-huh. maybe said person was in the right to be like hey. Maybe.
4: Is that world cruise still going on? The one we talked about for quite some time. The one that's like a full year. Is that is that thing still? Yo, oh yeah, you didn't see the uh, couple incidents that happened on that. Well, we talked about the uh, like the fact that it was a bunch of swingers. Everybody right. had the, the pineapple signs in their yeah. doors.
6: I believe somebody died on that. Uh, really? Night uh, eight month cruise. Really? Yes.
4: Of boredom or? <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
6: <What was it? laughs> I don't think it was boredom, oh. but I believe it was COVID though. Oh. I no seriously somebody died on one of it, or there was this outbreak of... Well, it's a lot of old
4: people. I mean, I, I would imagine that happens a lot. Probably. I've never been on a cruise. Have you been on a cruise? Yeah, Jen and I went on one, uh, which I don't... Uh, it's probably like... We might not have even been married. I liked it because of the uh, midnight mm-hmm. buffet. Like, we right. have the constant buffets. But of course
2: you liked the buffet. She
4: didn't like it very much. We went to, like, Antigua. I like the and, cruise. Uh, St. Thomas... Um, I mean, I like it, but I, I like, I like, it is an odd uh, combination to have all you can eat buffets in a pool.
5: Like when you're going to the pool, <laughs> no. you usually don't want to have an all you can eat buffet. I mean, you have everything that you could possibly
4: want. Casino. But, yeah, the movie theaters. Clubs. Yes, uh, I
6: think a cruise is spectacular. I'm. I mean, for adult only, because I don't want to be on a cruise ship with a bunch of kids oh. running around ruining my yeah, cruise.
4: That's kind of selfish. Well, you sound like right. Shime.
6: Well, But that's why they have adult only. I think Virgin does like an adult only. For, for somebody... Greg's like, was Virgin. Yes. I'm not the type of Virgin. But for somebody like myself who doesn't have little kids, I don't want to go anywhere where there's little kids.
4: Okay, well, sorry. That don't like there are kids in the world. Like, right, I mean, right. So know, that's okay. why I Did go. Did you bring your kids places when they were little? Right, but that's why I went or on you, like a Disney okay, cruise. Okay, but you were disrupting other people with your kids. Right, so, but, but that's, that's why okay. I went on
6: a Disney cruise. That's why as somebody who has no kids wouldn't yeah. go on a Disney cruise. You I look Mrs. for adult only. You
4: choose. and Mrs. Wiggins seem like you would be cruise people, like you would really I like enjoy cruise. cruising. I just
6: yeah. don't like that they only stop for a short period of time, and I don't get to enjoy said location.
4: For more than a the, the, yeah, the day trip thing? Yeah, I I
6: don't, I'm not a big fan of that, but I, I don't mind the the casinos, the clubs, the foods. A casino sounds cool.
2: Yeah. Uh, all right, what else, Shai? Uh Well, Greg, here's one that might cheer and just make your day, uh, because two of the greatest foods there are in the world, fried chicken and pizza, uh, are being combined by KFC. Really? They're rolling out what they call the cheetah, which is pizza made with fried chicken. Brian should have mm. it for you up on Twitch oh. right now. Yeah. This is a pepperoni cheetah. Yeah. <laughs> Fried chicken pizza? Ah, <laughs> uh,
4: no. Jeez, I don't know. No thanks. I mean, remember when they 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 created the double down? Mm-hmm. LB loved the double sure down. Did. It was the fried chicken in place of the bun in the yes. sandwich. Oh yeah. Uh, <laughs> I don't know about this in play in place well, of so the here's pizza my crust. Thought. It's just fried chicken, like as the pizza crust. Well,
2: isn't this simply chicken parmesan with pepperoni on top of it?
4: Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, essentially, yes, that's what it is. But right. I would say I, I
5: like the title because, Sean, you could have this on your cheat day, a <laughs> cheatsa, <laughs> Nice,
2: yes.
5: But I, yeah. it does not look appetizing. And if it doesn't look appetizing in the promotional picture, it probably will not look and, that way. And see,
6: I person. wouldn't do it because I'm not a huge KFC fan. They're not in my top five of uh, best chicken places. They're not? No. No, I, no, no. I like Popeye's chicken over KFC.
4: What's your number one?
6: Uh, I would say. Kanes Here's is the issue. I've been to Kanes. Overrated. Canes, but Kanes is not technically a chicken place. It's a chicken finger place. So it's more of chicken strips, chicken fingers. Right. Whereas, like There's
5: one right down the road,
6: Church's Chicken, Bojangles, Popeyes. They
4: specialize. Well, What's the place that they have one in Newton? Is it Dave's Hot Chicken? Yes, is that the name of that
6: place? Dave's Hot Chicken, but that
4: place is sick. That that's really really good. But that's, that's right across from James's Gym. I drive past it all the you time. Should try it. you should try it. The place is I'm really, going. really really good.
6: But you got to understand that's a chicken sandwich place. I know.
4: I, it, <laughs> which I you, you
6: because when say, you think of KFC, it's usually uh, it, it's two it's pieces. Chicken. A, the category no, 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 no. See, that's the problem with people who are uh, what's what's the word I'm looking for? Food snobs. No, not food snobs. But when they Chime. don't know a lot. Oh, just, uh, limited. Yeah, limited in yeah. their
4: chicken knowledge. Yeah. I just said, it's chicken.
2: Well, uh, <laughs> I'm here in the freezing cold getting free chicken sandwiches because the food tastes great. I mean, there's no, there's no. I mean,
0: it's chicken. It's fried, chi- it's fried chicken. I like fried chicken.
6: <laughs> Who doesn't? Well, you got to see, Greg, because when I think of like a chicken place, I think of some place... Uh, Like a a two piece and a biscuit A bucket A bucket of chicken
5: The two piece and the biscuit is phenomenal
6: Right and so when you start to categorize that That's different than like Even though Chick-fil-A does chicken sandwiches You can't go there and get
4: a two piece Or something along those lines All day every
7: day Chicken nugget
4: right, uh, we gonna get to the dumbest of the day Stop being dumb And now this woman is stone cold dumb I'm a dumbass The dumbest of the day Try
3: again dumbass
4: All right, Curtis, we listened to everything that happened the last 24 hours, and we have determined that this may have been the dumbest of the day. So,
5: this is when video games meet real life. We go to Sutton. I don't know where Sutton Mass is. Uh, Out by Worcester. Okay. Okay. Central Mass. Uh, Sutton Man is facing charges after a detective found a rocket launcher in his vehicle. (laughs) Oh, he's really trying to do some damage. I
4: mean, that's just in case he is involved in some sort of a road rage incident, I would assume. Is it not legal, I guess, to own a rocket launcher? Mm, I
5: mean, I would hope not. Probably not. Apparently it isn't. Um, The situation began Wednesday with surveillance on a suspicious vehicle in a parking lot outside a red roof inn. When the detective approached to speak with the driver, he observed dr- observed drug paraphernalia in the car. Mm, police uh, identified the driver as Harvey Johnson Jr. of Spencer, Mass. As the investigation continued, police police say they found a M190 U.S., at least it's a U.S., Army rocket launcher inside uh, um, his vehicle, uh, along with crack cocaine. Uh, was, wow. the thing, was it loaded? It was, uh, okay. and you know, crack and a rocket launcher. Talk about an afternoon. Crack, okay. uh, we're going to wow. hear from the detective on
2: WCVB. So we searched this vehicle. We located a small amount of narcotics. Towards the end of the search, under the back seat of the, in the truck, I located a rocket launcher. Obviously, it's a little nerve-wracking at first. Um, we made sure that it, was, you know, wasn't loaded or anything like that, and uh, secured it properly so mm. i don't have any military experience i've never seen a rocket launcher in person before so that was, was definitely a first how do you even get
6: your hands on a rocket launcher? well from my experience growing up in the lovely city of boston in the late 80s to early 90s when there were a lot of crackheads around crackheads can get you anything so the fact <laughs> that, that he so has so a sad. rocket launcher in his car <laughs> when, when, when,
4: did he trade it I, I don't, I don't know, know how they do it yeah but they can get their hands I'm, on pretty much. Say, anything. Did he get it on eBay or something? I mean, I don't. I don't. Know I what don't
6: listen, I never ask a crackhead where yeah. you got it from, but they get their hands on. You want a rocket launcher? They'll get okay. you one. All right.
4: Well, I mean, it's probably not the most dangerous thing at the Red Roof Inn. Uh, no disrespect. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, that's the news, Sean. Great job. Thank you very much. Excellent job in Courtney's absence. (laughs) Oh, that was a great story. And speaking of (laughs) speaking of Courtney being gone and Shime, here is Shime with what is trending this hour. The Rich Keefe Show. Weeknights starting at 6. Now, here's what's
1: trending on WEEI.
2: Trending now, brought to you by Subaru of New England. Your Boston Bruins snuck away with a win last night as they beat the Edmonton Oilers 6-5 in overtime. They had a 4-1 lead with five minutes left in the second period, which they totally blew, but lucky for them, Charlie McAvoy had an unbelievable goal in overtime to secure them the win. Jeremy Swayman spoke after the game about the meaning of this win for this Bruins team. I
4: think that's uh, that's an identity uh, identity of ours, and it was a Not exactly how we drew it up, but really special to get those two points uh, and the way we did it You know, through the adversity and, and their
2: push. Uh, I think that's really something special for our group moving forward. No rest for the Bees. They get right back at it tonight in Calgary against the Flames. Puck drop for that one is at 9. The Celtics back in action in Chicago against the Bulls tonight, tip off at 7. And the New England Revolution got a win in round one of the CONCACAF Cup, uh, Champions Cup against Independiente de la Chorera last night one nil uh trending was brought to you by subaru of new england the subaru of new england washington's birthday sales event lasts all month long feel the freedom of a 2024 subaru with symmetrical all-wheel drive subaru of new england.com that's what's trending let's go to Curtis with your weather Thank you, Shime. And what was that soccer club the Rebs beat again? Independiente de la Chorera.
4: Mm. Courtney, thanks you for handling that story in our absence.
5: You're welcome.
2: <laughs> Six years of
4: Spanish paid off. Que bueno. Uh, 29 <laughs> degrees
5: in Boston, afternoon high of 44.
4: Shime, can I have next rejoin based on the Sutton story? Of course. I, I have the perfect one. for. And it was a top 40 hit. So. Ooh, all right. Here right. um, you go. And
1: Mike Milbury on the Boston Bruins next.
0: Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced.
4: John Bruce Coburn did not have a rocket launcher, <laughs> but we we did hear in the news. I like that song. I never one, heard that one Sutton guy who had one up until yesterday huh? in his in the backseat of his car. <laughs> oh, Pretty yeah. good song. Set in the eighties, early eighties. No, I like that. 81, 82, I would. Eighty four. Why eighty four? Correct. Oh, oh, you're my birth. Great decade. The eighties. Mike Mil. Our next guest, Mike Milbury, remembers the eighties like I do. Mike Milbury is brought to you by Shaw's and Star Market, perfecting the art fresh. by findmassmoney.gov, and by John Sewer, the name to know when your drains don't flow. And he joins us on the Harbor One Hotline this morning. Hi,
0: Mike. Yeah, the 80s are just a little bit hazy for me, Greg. I the 80s are hazy. They're hazy yeah. for
4: some, yeah.
0: They are. Huh? Uh, but um, I, I must say, I'm like Wiggy. I don't like to fly. And after listening to your segment just a few minutes ago, I don't know why I'd ever fly again. You know, for people <laughs> cheating to try to get onto the plane, people like Santo stuff in their bag in the wrong <laughs> baggage area. You got little dogs with that people need to have to be comfortable on the plane. <laughs> Somebody gets up and sticks their ass in your face on the way out the door. Plus you got you gotta wrestle a guy down because he's trying to climb out the emergency exit. Yeah. Where are the air marshals, by the way? Yeah. We don't have air marshals anymore. Listen, I guess we can't we can't afford them. We have to pay debit cards to the migrant workers.
4: And it's not like when you and I were kids and people People used to dress up, throw mm. on a suit, a nice uh, dress, uh, gloves. A uh, no more. Uh, like, you know, I, it's not like that anymore.
6: All airlines need bouncers on them like in <laughs> nightclubs. <I'm> and <laughs> I'm talking <laughs> about those
4: big, burly bouncers,
6: tattooed yeah. everything.
0: <laughs> I, I agree. Easily identifiable, not yes. hiding somewhere nope. in some road, yeah. just like here I am. If you want to fool around, let's do it.
6: Right. Like, <laughs> like four or five of them on a plane. I guarantee you there won't be no outburst.
4: <laughs>
0: I like it. Um, Sounds Trumpian.
4: Well, listen, back to back overtime wins for this team. We talked with you last week about their struggles when it came to winning these games in overtime. So, uh, I, this is, I think it's a positive that they have uh, done it twice in a row here. Uh, although uh, Shime has been quick to point out multiple times this morning that they blew that lead in that game last night, so. yeah,
0: and I, and I wanted to talk to Scheim because he's been barking like you know a mad dog here about the Bruins going out in the first round, and I want to know why. Well, Shime. I just
2: I, I feel like they they struggle to hold leads at times. They the defense has been porous at times and very porous at, at other times, and it's just like. There's moments where they look like the best team in hockey, and yet there's also moments where they look like the the Phoenix Coyotes. Like exactly. It's, it's, exactly. They, I think no you're exactly
0: right. And and you know it's like it's, they're like Sybil now. You remember the movie Sybil, yeah. Yeah. Like <laughs> Sally Field with all these different personalities. Yeah. I, I, Swayman said it last night. It's our one of our identities. Yeah. It's one of like 17 identities. I don't know which identity I'm going to have. I mean, going into the game last night. Lindholm had no points in five games. I don't know what's happened with his injury, but Coyle had no points in five games. Zaka had one point in five games, and and DeBrusque had no points in five games. I mean, it's it was like the well had gone dry, and you know you never know what you're going to get with these guys. But God bless them; they keep coming back from the dead like Lazarus and make you feel like they could actually do something. But I don't know if they have, I don't know if they have the the. Staying power to go deep into in the playoffs, but it, it's their their head scratching.
4: Well, when it comes to the salary cap and the opportunity for Don Sweeney to do something to make this team better, can he? I mean, can he get a legit big de- defender? I mean, is that what you think the number one need is? That's what I think. Well, yeah um, that
0: that would be that would be certainly helpful and so so. Would uh, another guy that can put the puck in the back of the net? But the problem is, what are his assets to deal? He's dealt away a lot of first-round picks. They don't have a they don't have a pick until the fourth round this year. I think uh, they've given away some in, in future years, but you know, people want some draft picks that have come up pretty quickly, not down the road. Uh, they don't seem to want to trade Allmark. Uh, that doesn't seem to be in the picture. I have no idea where they are with DeBrusque. He, you know, He's the ultimate Sybil on this team. You know, One game he looks like a world-beater like last night, and the next game you can't find him. So do they want to pay $6 million to this guy for the next five years or so, or are they going to trade him? He could be a possible guy to move, but if you move him, you're going to create a hole in his position, even if it's not always a position that he fills as well as he should and and they have no money to spend. So he's got a whole bag of uh of dirty laundry that he's got to clean up in order to make some moves. he's in a, he's in a tough spot. It's it's not going to be any kind of a a situation like last year when there was he just, you know, he was a rainmaker.
4: Do you think internally he and Cam looked at this season going into it as a rebuilding season?
0: I don't know how they could not have felt that that, that there would have been a much deeper hurt. With the loss of Krejci and Bergeron, than than there has been. Yeah. I mean, you, you got to give credit to to Sweeney for his his off season acquisitions. You got to give credit to the players like Coyle and Zaka who stepped up and can't. You know, they're not really in the right positions for me still. I, as much as Coyle has been great and I and I love him as a player, I don't want to be, you know, down on him. But I just feel like they they're not meant to be number one and number two centers, but um they've done a remarkable job of filling in and I don't think Sweeney or, or Neely would have felt that this would have been as successful a season as it's been.
5: Mike, so that brings me to my question. Where is this team in the trajectory towards, you know, being exactly where Sweeney wants them with Neely? Like is this was this season supposed to be somewhat of a, you know, seven or eight seed in the East and they're building towards something, or is this an opportunity now where it is Linus or someone else where they'll they'll go all in again at the deadline?
0: Uh, I don't you know that's a great question because i i we see them run through these these dips and some high points but i I don't know where they're they're not consistent enough, although that's you know maybe I'm not right in saying that because they're like top of the conference again I mean there's no reason why when you look at the record you should think anything but well listen we should we should add to this mix because you know the record is what the record says you are but i I'm like Shime. I, I can't. I can't really start to feel strongly about this team going deep. But when McAvoy's playing at the top of his game like he is right now, and you've got Pasternak still pumping in goals and Marchand producing like he is, you've got core players that can drag some people along, and the goaltending clearly good. You know why not? I guess why not? Even though in my heart I don't feel I don't feel strongly enough that this is going to be a, a deep run.
4: When it comes to the several identity issue, is that a Jim Montgomery thing or is that a player thing?
0: I think that's a player thing. I think that's, um, you know, some of these guys haven't been in this position before, especially at the lower end of the roster, and they have to learn about finding ways to get ready to play every game consistently. And uh, I don't think they're quite there yet. And, And, you know, they've had a lot of, Shuffling of the deck on the the bottom six forwards in particular, and and so, you know. But if they get leadership from guys like McAvoy and Postanock and 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 Marshan, you know, maybe they can hold it together. They can find a way. I, I don't think it's a Montgomery issue. I think that's, I think that would be unfair to him.
4: Well, I don't feel like from the maybe you disagree, but from the outside, it seems like leadership wise, captain wise. Brad Marchand has done a great job this season. I,
0: uh, yeah, I don't disagree with that at all. Um, but that doesn't mean as a captain you can turn players who aren't great players into great players. You can yeah. make them show up and work hard for every practice and every game, but um, you can't turn them into all stars. And, and but I don't I don't think leadership is a is an issue here. I think this my issue probably would, probably would be with depth of talent. Mike, I, I think I think that's a good
6: point when you say depth of talent. So then, I, I guess the question I would ask is: If you are Sweeney and Cam, and you come off a season where you had arguably the best, you know, NHL record in history, how are you not? saying we need to have expectations because we didn't do well in the playoffs that our expectations have to be this is not a rebuild this is not a retool this is our we're going to continue to go for it because we have the makings of being able to win a Stanley Cup and not getting the guys that you
0: maybe needed to replace Bergeron and Krejci before the season it's a good question and I I don't know that I have the answer but I do know that Sweeney has been extraordinarily active in his tenure at the deadline. I mean, think back to the guys that he's picked up, guys like Rick Nash, not just last year, but a, a whole sweep of guys that he brought in. He's done it consistently, and and it it sort of tells me that he he's going to try to do it. I just don't know if he's got the assets to do it. And, and why wouldn't he, as I, I mentioned earlier, if you if you look at the record, you look at the goaltending. That's the check mark, and you got a stud in Charlie McAvoy. Disappointing Lindholm. Maybe he comes around and figures it out a little bit more. Maybe they can pick somebody up on the blue line, or or some secondary scoring. But they're still at the top of the conference, and it's wide open. But but if you look down at the potential opponents for this team, teams like Detroit or Tampa or. You, know, you name it, there, there are some, some sticky opponents down there that, that can make your life miserable. It's not going to be an easy run to a Stanley Cup final through the Eastern Conference. There's can no you, there's no surefire uh, leader in the clubhouse.
4: You maybe get a guy like Noah Hannafin, who uh, I know Calgary has told them they're not going to resign him. I think uh, his, I don't know, some reports that his team reached out to, the Lightning and said that's where he wants to be long term but I mean could you get a guy like that if you're Don Sweeney?
0: Well you, you could sure you, I mean if he's available there's, you pick up the phone and call he's a local kid and might like to come home but there's there's a problem what what assets are you giving up? What what can you give up to get a guy that you know is, is a you know top four top three defenseman however you want to describe him he's not the you know burly Knock dead, kind of defenseman you were talking about earlier, but he's a, he's a quality player, and you'd certainly like to have him, but you got to deal with what assets you have to give up, and how do you fit him into your salary cap, which is problematic at this point.
5: So two weeks for the deadline. What do you think is the most likely outcome? Stand pat, make a big ad, or just something you know around along the periphery.
0: If I'm guessing, I'm I'm, I'm guessing that because of the situation they're in. Um, and the lack of assets, unless they decide to deal Jake DeBrusque. and based based on last night, you'd say that why would they? Based on the the previous five games, you say why wouldn't they? Yeah. Sybil again, um, but I think they're going to have a, a a minor add. I don't think it's going to be a big splash. I think it's going to be a minor add. I, I hope it's a blue line guy like Greg keeps talking about, but I don't see them with the assets or the the freedom of movement of money. To be able to do something that's as dramatic as we saw last season.
4: All right, Mike Milbury. As always, a pleasure. We'll yeah, talk you to know you. what?
0: Before I go, yeah, why do you, what do you call it? Dumbest of the day? Because every segment is dumber than the next one. <laughs> Isn't that true? No, it's,
4: uh, yeah, I mean, it's, <laughs> it's the dumbest of that particular day. I guess we could. I mean, we could end it with the dumbest of the week or something. I
5: mean, yeah, have,
0: I think you should try that. Uh, so,
4: <laughs> right.
5: uh, yeah. You're gonna
0: have to work hard to do it because some of those early dumbs are really dumb. <laughs>
5: I have to say, I am shocked that we made it through 15 minutes with Mike Milbury and he didn't bring up Biden's dog. I thought that was absolutely (laughs) going to be. All right. Ah, Mike
4: Milbury. Thank you. There he goes. It's jokes. It's jokes. It's jokes. (laughs) What? It's all jokes.
5: But isn't that concerning? What happened to his dog? That the president's dog can't stop biting people? If you went to a friend's house (laughs) and the dog is attacking you, don't you think less of your friend? Uh, I <laughs> Like you, you can't blame uh, train
4: my dog. I, I mean, I, I, It seems. Are you blaming the president because his dog is a biter? Well, I, yes. <laughs> the, okay. You people. Uh, yes. Secret oh, wow. Service.
6: Uh, um. <laughs> Yeah, a I dog's mean, definitely got know. some behavior issues. You'd yeah. think he could find somebody
4: to a dog whisperer. Right. My guess is you have the budget to find someone right. that can help your dog stop attacking. Does he live in a little mini white house, like a mini white dog doghouse? Yes, he, he does. does. Yeah. It, I mean, it, it, they each uh, get told what to say. Yeah. I mean problem uh, is uh, is you could probably get
6: somebody to train the dog, but I don't know if Biden and his wife are doing the things that they were taught as trained by by the trainer to make sure they're doing on a daily basis. He's too I mean, old to do th- that.
4: I, he's too old.
6: Yeah, he's too old to be out there for you know an hour and a half a day. You're know, working on your dog training. You see, because it, it's what is it a German Shepherd, right? Yep. Right. So and you see also
5: not great. I mean, this is America. Why do we have a German Shepherd in the White House? We should have an American Pit Bull. But right. anyways, <laughs> but you
6: would think that it's. It's hard on people, if you've ever had your dog trained, it's it's a lot of work for a person to train their dog. He looks like he's just too old to do that. They, they shouldn't have a dog, unless it's a little carry-on dog that's not going to be biting people.
5: But, that's Greg, you don't think less of someone if their dog won't stop attacking you?
4: <laughs> well, I mean, I guess if that's what's going on.
5: Yeah,
6: it's it's a lack of I home mean, training.
4: It's, uh, I, I would think that the president doesn't, whoever the president is... He doesn't have a ton of time to spend with his dog. No, I understand Curtis, great Uh, point. That is because it's not just a biting element. Right. If you
6: go to somebody's house and the dog is jumping all over you, humping your leg. slobbering. I I always look at those people differently. Like you have no control over your pet. And if you know your pets like that, put them up.
4: Keep them on a leash. I would agree with you in some cases where – There are people – I love dogs. Doesn't matter. I I miss Kobe Wilby every single day because he spends most of his time with Jen Hill. Pudge is flying back today. That being said, there are people who now assume that everybody that they are around loves dogs and thinks their dog is the cutest thing ever. Like, you could get into – and I think this is another pandemic thing where everybody has a dog now. And so you could get in an elevator and a dog could immediately start licking you or humping you. And the owner, rather than say, oh, hey, you know, uh, hold on a minute, champ, Mm -hmm. uh, says, oh, oh, he he loves you. He loves licking your crotch. Like, like it's people are just unaware, I think, of common. Uh, no, that's just but, but a I lack that, of
6: control of right. their animal. And that's not no, a dog no, person. I, think they,
4: I, don't, I disagree with you. I think they think it's really cute that their dog is humping up on you.
6: No. No, no, no. no. I think you
4: that's know.
5: a general lack of caring about people's space around right. you. The dog is just a symptom. Whereas, like, if you go if, – if you enter a home and you're there to watch the Pats game and your buddy's dog – is impeding your ability to enjoy it, that is a reflection of his inability to take care of the things in his home. Right.
6: Mm. Because he should know better. Like, okay, I have a dog that if people come over, he's not going to leave them alone. He's going to be sniffing their crotches. He's going to be jumping on the couch. So what I need to do as, as a good dog owner is see if I can fix the behavior by training or put my dog up. In a kennel, wherever it needs to be Because I know that I can't do that And people have this lack of knowing how. It's the same way with kids They just have no awareness On how they should be Handling and taking care of their dogs Hmm. You shouldn't be sniffing The the dog should come over somebody's house And he's jumping all over you Well you don't like dogs No but it's not about me liking dogs I, I had a dog my whole life But it's about if I know what my dog is I, pre- I hold my leash a little bit tighter. I keep the dog closer to my body if I am on an elevator so the dog's not annoying
2: people or that kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah, but, like, I don't even let Henry go sniff other people unless they're inviting it. Like, it's it's one thing if somebody's, like, walking towards you and, like, like holding out their hands to the dog and, like, oh, like, saying something. Then it's yeah. like, all right, whatever. It's fine. But, like, if you're walking by somebody, I don't even let him get close enough to sniff other people.
4: Well, you didn't stop Curtis when he was sniffing the Instagram photos of that, uh, that Celtics cheerleader. Well, that was a That's long way. Curtis is not my dog. Was that a long way to get it's there? It's okay. I that love you. a long way to get there on that one. <laughs> I, did, I thought uh, it was scratch and sniff. What do I know? <laughs> all right. When you move to Florida, you start to get an increase in uh, in guests at your home. Right. Uh, and Jimmy Johnson welcomed Bill Belichick to Miami recently. What he has said about that visit, what the two of them may have spoken about, coming up next. Bill and his girlfriend,
2: and it's funny you say this.
7: He just left the house about. Uh four days ago he came down spent a couple of days with me and we talked about a bunch of stuff and he agreed with me. he had actually been with bar and uh saving a couple days earlier and some of these owners are a little bit afraid of him and the general managers and the personnel people in the organization they're really afraid of him uh, because they think that if he comes in they're going to lose their job a lot of people working against him as far as getting a job i, I was I was shocked that he didn't uh, get some more opportunities and uh, he'll get an opportunity next year, but Bill is upfront about it. He said, hey, I don't need to be in charge of everything. It's just, that's what happened up in New England. It kind of fell into that deal and it's not necessarily that he pushed for it. It's just that that's what happened because he was there for so long, uh, but he's more than willing to give up some of the personnel decisions you know, to the general manager and the personnel people.
4: That is Jimmy Johnson, who apparently got a visit in Miami from Bill Belichick and his girlfriend. Uh, I'm, I'm guessing uh, those of us who travel to Florida mm-hmm. this time of year, the snowbirds, uh, probably wearing the Tommy Bahamas and oh, yeah, the uh, Bermuda, the Bermuda shorts, definitely, uh, and the flip flops, as I will be next week with the young girl. Uh, and Bill said to Jimmy Johnson, "Hey, I don't." Uh, I don't need to have control. It just kind of came about in New England because I was there for so long. I wasn't demanding it, and um, there were some in the maybe specifically the Falcons organization or elsewhere who were worried about me when it came to coming there because of their jobs yeah. and making sure that they got to hang on to their jobs. Yeah,
6: because so, I bet they're the people in like for the Falcons, for example, the people in the front office are like, oh, if Bill comes in. Like you said, he blows us all out to bring in his own guys, you know, and not willing enough to work with the people already in place. But the one nugget I got out of that was very interesting. His girlfriend? No, yeah. no, not, oh. the, not the girlfriend was, oh, he'll wait for the right opportunity and he'll get that opportunity next year. So he, Bill must have been like, man, Jimmy, I, I, want, I can't wait to get back into coaching. Because for Jimmy to yeah, say I mean,
4: that. I, I, Bill, I, I have never thought that. If he didn't coach again, it would be his decision. I'm, I've never felt that way. Yeah, um, but I'm
6: wondering, like, if there, I, if Jimmy says there are owners that are scared, and there are front office people that are scared, does he get that opportunity, or is it just like they're too scared, and then he just ages out?
5: Can I can I tell you what I think this is? Is that Bill Belichick believes, and I think rightfully so, that there has been an offensive from this organization to other organizations, about the perils of hiring Bill Belichick. Mm-hmm. Why else would you go out and get this out there? And obviously, it, I go back to this too. Like, So you're the Atlanta Falcons, and Raheem Morris, I don't know. This has nothing to do with him. Like, He might be a fine coach. I'm not judging him. But you have the opportunity to bring in Belichick for a couple years, and you say, eh, we'll pass. Well, because because of your front office, because people? of McKay yep. and Fontenot, not like afraid they're going to get blown out. Like, they got the air. what a horrible way to run a business.
6: They got the air of the owner, right? If you have the air of the owner and that person, and you're like, all right. I know that person's great but you're thinking in my mind or right, if the owner brings him in there's a chance I get blown out from
4: this guy yeah you're gonna do everything you mean p- Arthur blank is getting up there when mm-hmm. it comes to having his ear do you have to get right up close to oh, it yeah. and yell
6: I think you have to turn up that hair he goes, huh? you. and you got to turn that bad boy up Arthur turn that thing up to 10 because <laughs> here's what I'm about to tell you we don't need Bill and Arthur's probably like oh we could use him and there you know you know when people get older you know my grandfather he lived till he was 84. Greg listen Right. But when you get to like 78, 79, you start to see the older, even with the even with President Biden, they're easily swayed by people close to them. Right. So you could, if you uh got out the blanks heir, you can easily sway him. Be like, you know, Arthur, you know, I know Bill's great, but and he'll be like, OK, you're right. We'll do what you say, bitch. I don't know. I thought people get more rigid as no, they No, but they get easily swayed,
5: though, As especially when it's people close to them. I don't think my parents have agreed in my entire life. Like, well, you're not know. close to them. <laughs> that's true. Right. But if your
6: sister says something, <laughs> I guarantee you they're yep. like, you know. I'm always the black yeah. sheep. But I think that's what it is more than anything. And he's going to need a place like Dallas where Jerry Jones goes, I am the front office. Bill, we can work together. Yeah. And if Bill's going, I don't really need to be involved and much of the decisions, I'm willing to kind of work with whoever. Dallas is a great place because Jimmy Jones. Say what you want about Jimmy Jones. I was having this conversation with somebody. Jerry Jones. Oh, Jerry Jones. I'm sorry, I was having this conversation with somebody about Jimmy Jones. He's done a great job of personnel decisions. Mm-hmm. I mean, you talk about Micah Parsons, C.D. Lamb, Dak Prescott. Going with Tony Pollard, the tight end, they got the kid that, Ferguson, that
5: Van der Esch guy.
6: Yeah, like he's done a really good job as far as putting talent on that team. So now he just needs somebody to coach, and cultivate, and manage that. But why talent.
5: would they bring McCarthy back this year? That is so dumb. He's in. He's in the walk here, right? They haven't extended him. Yeah, maybe they're- so...
6: Maybe they don't want to pay him for not doing anything. I don't know. It's a great point. Do you
4: think Bill ends up being a midseason replacement? I mean, there aren't really – No. are rare to have a midseason. Yeah, I don't think – I mean, I guess unless – So it's it's going to be the following season. Right.
5: I I mean, I could see something where he's, you know, already planning the next year as of mid-December. Yes. But he's not going to be on the sideline until the end of – this year, the, until the start of next season. Yeah. Do, you think
4: he, do you think he's a good house guest? Like, do you think he makes the bed uh, before he leaves? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. He, he lives without a mil- shirt on, I guess, yeah. too. Do you, think he, do you think he brings some kind of a housewarming gift? He comes from that military background, of course. You know, his a dad, bottle of wine or something His dad like trained
6: that? him, right, when we go over there, if they tell you to take your shoes off, shoes off, hat off, mm-hmm. sit up straight at the table. Mine, yes, ma'am, no, ma'am.
4: I don't like the, the uh the shoes off when you enter my house thing if you're a guest. Like it's it's very like I understand it's your rule, but it's, it's I mean, I'm i like, f I'm, I'm I'm with you on that. Like why do I gotta take my shoes off at your house? Right. I don't want to. Like do you that. invite you invited me over. Right. I I don't necessarily I like wearing my shoes.
3: <laughs> I mean
4: I, I like normally uh, you're in mean, flip flops anyways. And, and there some people are absolute psychos about it. Like, Vac- as, like as like as soon off. as like as soon as you walk in the door, no. they're like, take your shoes off. No, like like what, what what's the you don't have a vacuum? I mean, like what, what's <laughs> that's the, what I'm saying. <laughs> I don't be walking around in my socks on your what, floor. What, is the rug from like the Ming Dynasty or something? Like I mean, I, what you can't clean the thing. Like I'll, also, I don't have. Anything on my shoes? My right. shoes are nice. It, like, i do what Most grandparents did like.
6: Well, your my shoes are
5: never nice. You wear like flip flops. <laughs> yeah,
4: all right. There's nothing on
5: them. There was oh, a you certain mean, like same. nice in terms of yeah, there clean. There was
6: a certain room you didn't go into. That's the off limits room. You know, yeah. we all had yeah. that growing yeah. up. Yeah. But the rest of the house, I want to wear my
5: shoes. Yeah, uh, I I'm, say if you don't want to take your shoes off, you don't have to come over.
4: Um,
6: but why do you make
4: the rule? though? I don't make any rules.
6: No, no, no. I guess that's what Greg's saying, and right. I'm with him on that
4: one. So do you think Jimmy Johnson comes out with like a picture of uh, iced teas and? Uh, oh, pours, pours definitely. Them, them for Bill. Oh, and,
5: and I, and I go for Long Island iced teas. Mm. And they start ripping their owners left and right. There's Jerry yes. Jones and Belichick bashing for they, for they had stri- or, you know, craft bashing. They head
6: straight. I could see Jimmy Jones and them heading Jimmy straight. Jimmy Johnson. Jimmy Johnson.
4: Why do <laughs> I <don't laughs> know. <got> Jimmy <laughs> you, want, you, have a, you, uh, you want a sub. Yeah. yeah. Right.
6: They a- head straight to the back deck. Yep. Next to the pool. Mm-hmm. The women get in their bikinis. Mm-hmm. The guys are poolside. Mm-hmm. I think is is Bill a cigar guy? I
4: don't, I don't know.
2: Definitely.
6: I, uh, I don't. Know. I, maybe he I
4: could be. Maybe yeah.
6: cigar guy, little drink, uh-huh. sitting there with, their, like you said, the Tommy Bahamas shirts,
4: halfway buttoned, and yeah. <laughs> <laughs> bitching about the owners in the NFL. I am glad that Bill has found apparently a soulmate. Right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Smoking their cigars. I mean, Jim- that was obviously Jimmy Johnson was cleared, right? To say that Bill was there with right. his girlfriend. With his girlfriend. So that's interesting.
6: You think Dynasty came up?
4: Oh, my God, I, I, yeah.
6: Like, Jimmy was like, Bill, what the hell? I saw the first, first couple episodes of Dynasty. Man, they're trying to railroad
4: you. Yeah, all right. Well, interesting. Very interesting. Martha, it, get us some lemonade. Uh, Gresham Foyer coming up at 10. Um, Courtney is in Florida. She will be back with us on Monday. And next week, we are... At JetBlue Park, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. And we'll do our best to bring you all of the excitement of spring training and this upcoming Boston Red
3: Sox season.